is that an eyeliner? I'm a top reference. Is that what it was? Because I'm sure for kids it was it it was written that way to make it think that yeah, it's just about driving and he likes to drive the car. But it's definitely a sex reference. Hello, everybody, and welcome to AEAAI, which of course stands for another English alien and Irishman. I am said Irishman, and joining me, as always, is the Englishman who wears a very convincing human suit. It's Ian Whittington. Sugar. I need sugar. Water. The the thing is, like, (laughs) I've actually done that. (laughs) What do you mean you've drunk a whole load of sugar water? Oh, like, it is astounding that I'm not diabetic. Why would you do that to yourself? Because sugar tastes good. And then in liquid form, you can absorb said sugar faster. It's effectively coffee, like, let's be honest. I have so many, so many questions. So you like the taste of it. So just eat a spoon of sugar. Because then you can... I have done the, that. Surely the water is just diluting the enjoyment of said sugar. Mm-mm-mm. Go straight down your tummy faster. Uh, you're so weird. You are so, so I weird. Am. How are you, Sean, other than imbibing sugar? <laughs> I am very good. I had a lovely weekend. Um, I joined my parents yesterday and we spent the day saying we're not watching the Eurovision and then of course we were enraged when Germany only got three points that's just a crime was that um, really going to be the plan were you going to skip Eurovision was that ever on the cards because I know especially you and Albert buddy love Eurovision Yeah, I, I will correct you very quickly on that one I love the movie Eurovision oh you don't actually like Euro Eurovision <laughs> I wouldn't be into it, say. Um, like, I didn't watch either of the semi-finals this week. Um, no, okay, and... right. One second. <laughs> There's what? At least you're aware that they exist. Like, oh, that's... come on. You're telling me that you do- you didn't know that there was semi-finals and you're a bit... No, but well, actually, be... hang on. As a, as a Brit, it might be a bit of a sore sub- subject for you today, is it? I couldn't... What, did England do badly? I assume so. Nil pois. Good. <laughs> which apparently is is I I feel quite about because apparently the guy is very nice and he is a very talented songwriter. He's yeah, worked with sure. loads like Ed Sheeran and everything. Yeah. He's written a bunch of tracks. Cool. But and this was I think his attempt to kind of break out yeah, on I think his you're own. Asking for it, you are you know by this point it is its own meme and cliche that it is now a cliche that England doesn't do well at the Eurovision or the UK or however we're submitted. So don't do think, it. You're not going to be the I one think to bring it even, back. Mm, I, I, well, we were thinking there last night. I think there was a little bit of revenge for Brexit in the way the points uh, panned out as well. It's like you know, oh great, Europe, will you vote for this? Makes sense. And we deserve this it. We, we one hundred percent fully deserve it. We are a bunch of morons. But on to happier you traitor. Things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on, on, to on to happier, happier things. things uh, how yeah. was your week? Uh, it was good. Yeah, it was really really good. I actually went and had a fry up in an outside place in a cafe. <gasps> Good lord, my god. that is my favourite meal of the day. Considering I skip breakfast most days just because of time and I don't like eating when mm. I wake up. I like a good fry-up, so yeah, that was good. That was good. And I've watched, um, in the last ten days, I have consumed, I think, five movies and two TV shows. So I am I am just a walking TV guide at the minute. I've got shit to talk about. <laughs> right, great. Well then, on that topic, shall we get to the news? To the news! <laughs> Assemble! 
So, actually doing something semi-organised this week, which is weird, but both of the news topics relate to uh, two films that I'm going to, I'm not going to say recommend, but I'm going to talk about um, in the recommend section, because we can't really have a recommend section, because we never recommend films. There is that. Yeah. Okay, well, all right. News Hit the me. first. Um, Spiral has just pushed Saw's um, franchise total to over a billion dollars. Um, that was a little bit surprising. I thought it would have already got there. Because this is movie number... Just by sheer numbers. Nine. Nearly, like, yeah, this is the ninth yeah. film. So some of them must have really tanked. Um... I mean, I can easily put up that information, to be completely honest. And as you do, I would imagine that, obviously, they're so cheap to make. that Like, if there there isn't a huge return, you'd still knock out three more in a weekend. Well, and that's the thing about horror films. That's why they just keep, obviously, keep getting made, um, Mm. is because they're they're so, so easy to make. Um, Oh, here we go. Saw, box office history numbers. So, blah, blah, blah. Saw. Oh, man. Saw 1 cost 1.2 million to make. I knew it was cheap, all right, that, yeah. That's cheap. Um, da, 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 grossed 103 million, so yeah, print some money. Saw 2 was 5 million, um, grossed 152. But again, that's it did as well. It did that well because of the first. Like people yeah, came yeah, back. it was still riding yeah. off the... Doesn't necessarily yeah. mean it's a good film. Saw 3, 163 million. Saw 4 took a nosedive, but was still 135 million. Saw 5, okay. 118. Man, Saw 6 halved, went down to 69 million. It still only cost... Oh, that's a big drop. That's a huge, huge drop. There is some franchise fatigue there. Um, Because these films were were 2004, 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. For six years straight, we had a Saw film. And it's really weird. So obviously that did 70 million. The next year was Saw 3D. Which was Saw 7. 7, yeah. Yeah, essentially. And that made 133 million. So that was back up to the, the heady heights of Saw 3 and 4. Jigsaw made 104 million, which is Ooh. quite surprising. But I guess there's a seven year gap there. Um, yeah. And so far, it's only been out for a few days, but Spiral has made 20 million. Um, which is, and do you know what's actually on that, right? Like, the world that we live in now, okay, people are going to the cinema again, but it's going to, I feel it'll be a long yep, time before 100%. you see the huge weekend releases. You know, like, didn't Endgame make its first billion within a week? Essentially, you know, yeah. Like, and it's going to yeah. be... Now, I realise that was a special, yeah. but still. It's going to be 2022-2023 season that we see the big ones come back. Mm, um, I think so. Yeah. But Spy was a weird one, because, oh, uh, predictably... All of these films were released in October, and then this yep. one's released May fourteenth. It's like, what? Like, why at this point? Why not hold off? I'm sure it was meant to come out October last year, but why not just hold out until October this year? I don't get it. I wonder if I've because I've heard some of the reviews. I wonder if they just wanted to sweep that smelly pile of poo out of their um, <laughs> just get this steaming uh, to do list out of there. Yeah, uh, maybe they have to. You know what? I reckon they have a better horror film that will that they actually have more confidence in. Um, but this will make What's, its money back because the most. Ex- what studio is it? Uh, it's Lionsgate. Oh, great! Okay. So okay. they'll have something. Um, Get something. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But 
so da, 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 the most the most expensive film to make was Saw 3D, um, seventeen million. Makes sense. So let's say that's still cheap. Oh, it's still cheap. Let's say with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, let's say you double that and it costs you thirty four million to make. It's still going to make that money back. I don't think it's going to be all singing or dancing, but it's still going to be a a money maker. Mm, I'd say so. Um, well, I mean, and I hope they do because I like I like the story. I realize we're still in the news, but I'm just going to do this really quickly. I like the story of how Spiral came to be. Like, I like it was Chris Rock really liked the Saw franchise, mm. and he was like, "I'm gonna make a film." Yeah. Now I I realized the execution didn't really pull off, but. I like that idea of, you know, big names yeah, enjoying a series and they're like, hey, look, I'm, you know, let's, let's do it, this. It kind of stinks of Tarantino liking Star Trek and saying, I'm going to make a Star Trek film. It's like, that may not be the best thing in the world. That project <laughs> is so dead. That's not going to happen. That is, that that is a throwaway sentence that people really latched onto. I think, yeah, I think so. Um, so there's our news piece. There will be no Star Trek Tarantino. Yeah, there will be no Star Trek Tarantino, but, which is what it was going to be called, Star Trek Tarantino. <laughs> Why um, even bother calling it something else? So the only other bit of news, so I think you can guess my first recommend is going to be Spiral, because um, managed to talked about it loads and I actually managed to watch it. And um, the next bit of news is about Army of the Dead. Yes. Now, I love this bit of news because, so Star Trek, not alum? Current Star Trek actor, Tig um, Notaru. Yeah. Notaro? Notaro? Notaro. Notaro, yeah. Kobayashi Maru, yeah. Tig, Tig Maru. Um, Tig Maru Saru. <laughs> is in the film. Yes. And um, Tig plays a helicopter pilot. But Tig replaces um, a actor that um, has been obviously under some um, scrutiny called Chris D'Elia. Chris for some surprise, surprise sexual misconduct, which just, yeah, is just rife. They did. They, it looks like they've done the right thing and removed him from the film altogether and replaced Tig. But the funny bit was most of the cast has never met Tig at all. I thought that was hilarious. And having just watched the film, I didn't know. I didn't know about this story going into it, so they've done a seamless job of it. Oh, I see. I I wasn't I wasn't sure that you didn't know that going in because no, didn't just know. around the buzz of Discovery, there was a lot of talk of Tig Nataro mm. and what she was doing at the time. Um, I know that the reshoots, well, I suppose the Tig shoots for this, yeah. I think happened September of last year, which was, um, the, I think it was the second... Netflix film to go through COVID-related reshoots. Yeah. The first one being The Prom, oddly enough. Uh, the James Corden, Meryl Streep, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. It's a film anyway. Um, yeah. And there was a lot of... She had a lot of concerns uh, about doing that then because what I did not realise... Sorry, I'm getting this from a Vanity Fair article is that she is a cancer survivor and it's one of the oh, reasons fantastic. she was not in so much of season three of Discovery is because she is immunosuppressed. And that, oh, and so this would have been really bad for her. Exactly, yeah. So there was a lot of, and rightly so, but there was a lot of care yeah, taken 100%. to make sure that she was okay. Um, and uh, Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder, who uh, obviously directed and produced the film together, um, were talking about what you were saying about replacing Chris uh, D'Elia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so funny, Zack Snyder says... 
It was an easy decision. Deborah Snyder says it was an expensive decision. <laughs> um, because, well, actually, and the proof was in the pudding because, as as you say, you didn't know that there are reshoots. Honestly, it's it's perfect. Like I, I I'm not going to rewatch the film, but if I did, it'd be interesting to see if I. Man, I don't see how I would notice it because it doesn't stand out at all. The only time I noticed is that one of the other characters referred to Tig as he. And so immediately, I know that Tig is is a woman, but I hadn't actually thought about what Tig identifies as. So I thought it was really cool that they didn't cut that that line of dialogue at all. They just left it in there. And I just thought, okay, that's cool. In this film, Tig identifies as a man. Cool. But it's obviously because Chris D'Elia was there and they were talking to him. So it's really interesting. But um, yeah, they've done a fantastic job of it. And yeah, I um, was surprised. Okay, all right. Well, because we want to talk more about it, shall we head to the recommends? To the recommends. Recommends! So we'll do it backwards. We'll do Army mm. of the Dead first. Um, I did not like that film. Um, so Spiral. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard some fairly mixed reviews. Um, so some people... Go first. Yeah. No, well, sorry. Apparently the overall critic reviews are apparently positive. But man, I did not like this film. My, my eyes rolled so hard. I, I'm just trying to pick them back out. I lost several contact lenses. Um... It's just, it's so many cliches, so, so many cliches. It is a zombie movie combined with a heist movie. Mm. So it's Ocean's Eleven meets Dawn of the Dead. Um, Zack Snyder, nobody is telling him no. Nobody is telling him, stop, shall we do it this way? You can tell that this is Zack Snyder just doing what Zack Snyder does. So slow motion everywhere. Um there's, the action oh, is great. Okay. The action's fine. Um, Batista's actually good. I actually think he's he's really good in it. But this it has a nothing plot. Um, nothing you haven't already seen before. Um, just two and a half hours. Why? Well, Why that's is your the zombie one, movie two I've and heard and a half it being described long? as the miniseries Army of the Dead. Uh, now that is the I won't give away why, but there is a very specific reason at the end of the film, which is that made me think: was this meant to be a miniseries? Was this going to have a Justice League effect to it? And then they thought, now nah, we've got to release it now and just cut it all together into um, into a film. But it, nothing's been cut from it. Like I, I imagine that there was two hours and twenty one minutes of footage. And then with slow motion, he extended it to two hours and 30 minutes. Like, he hasn't left anything on the cutting room floor. Um, okay. So, yeah, it, sorry. It, was not, it wasn't for me. No, no, no. It, it's because, as now you're you're not alone in that. I haven't seen it yet, and I will still watch it, based mm-hmm. off the fact that I did think his remake of Dawn of the Dead is a surprisingly great film. It shouldn't yeah. be, but it's a surprisingly good film. So, based off the strength of that, I'll, I'll see. Now, I... Maybe sitting here in the next episode going, well, what a waste of two and a half hours that <laughs> two was. Two and a half hours. Ah. Now, even if I'd read all of the reviews first, I still would watch it because I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing what Batista does. And it's Zack Snyder and it's a zombie film. Hmm. So that is kind of enough ticks for me that I would have watched it anyway. Um, but yeah, there's bits of it 
bits of it that I mean, it's watchable, but I think I would I'd be coming out of it differently if it was a tighter hour and a half, two hour story. Okay, so you mentioned there's a nothing plot. Do you think would it just benefit of somebody going at it with a hatchet? Yeah, take out three characters at least. Really? Okay. Um, is take it, is out there... three characters and their stories, or change their stories. Um, everything is telegraphed. Everything you think is going to happen once everybody is introduced happens. Okay. Now, doesn't, okay. Doesn't say no more because that's that's like my brain is already writing what is probably going yes. to happen in the film. So we'll say no more. I'll go and watch it. And then ne- next week we'll get together and I'll be like, well, here's my two sentence <laughs> review. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't, I don't think, I don't think you'll disagree with me. I'd be very surprised. Um, and the, the final nail in this undead coffin oh. was, and I, this is when I lost my eyesight from rolling my eyes so hard is zombie by the cranberries is played in like the final ish scene, I was like, that song isn't even about zombies. Like that that sums up the movie. It is I'm gonna stick this in here because it sounds cool and the word zombie is used. It it's not about zombies. Okay, I'll, I'll, well I it, that has made me want to watch it even more. <laughs> it's so No, it's a good version of the song. It's really good, but I was just sat there like this is such a kick. Stop it. But of course, when Dolores Rudin was writing the song with 1916 <laughs> Easter Rising in mind, yeah. I'm sure she was thinking of the undead army in Las Vegas. Oh boy, do I really hope this gets used in a Zack Snyder film in 2021. 100%. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so didn't love Army of the Dead. Uh, thankfully, we'll go it. to a film now that you really did like. Um... <laughs> so I watched Spiral. Um, so this is a nice little segue as well. Um, I guessed it on Sif Pop um, last week. So the episode I was on was 290. Um, and Sif Pop is great. It's one of my favourite podcasts. I'm sure really my awesome. invitation was just lost in the post there. It just it got shredded, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I did an awesome Irish impression. It was great. I heard it, Ian. Anyway, <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> but yeah, we, um, we, we talked about Spiral and Woman in the Window, but I want to talk about Spiral on here because... We've mentioned it a few times because... We were we foolishly looking for the... forward to it. I was massively looking forward to it, absolutely. And we talked about Saw, obviously, during uh, Halloween with, with Ash Millman. Yeah. And, yeah, I had high hopes. And then I saw the trailer, and I was worried that it was going to be Chris Rock Do you shouting. remember you saying that, now in fairness, yeah. Then I watched the film, and it is absolutely Chris Rock shouting. Um, it starts out, essentially, as a Chris Rock stand-up routine. Um... Samuel L. Jackson comes in and says motherfucker a few times. There is a nothing story here. There's the twist. There is only one twist it can have, and it tells you what the twist is about halfway through. Uh, it's a bad film. It is, it's not just a bad film. It is a bad saw film. Um, it's taken everything from the other films. That's It's taken the wrong lessons from the other films, essentially. I've actually... They've released uh, Sony... Uh- no, not Sony, sorry, Lionsgate, we discussed this. <laughs> Lionsgate have released the opening scene on YouTube, so I've seen the opening mm-hmm. scene, and even that bugged me. Uh, I didn't like yeah. the way it was cut together, I didn't like the... But now I realise some of the things... Filter? Uh Now, I must say I didn't notice that in the opening scene. Um, so the opening scene, he's in the tunnel, that's the scene that's on... Uh, Do you, so I haven't watched what they've released, does it show the entire track? Uh, yeah, he's... Well, sorry, I assume... 
Yes, it does, yeah. So it shows your man, uh, cop with an interesting hat, goes down into yes. the tunnels, um, and then he kicks over uh, a thing, and then something appears, and then he's in a trap, and yes. then I assume there's a title card. Or it feels like that's where you would put a title uh, card. Yeah, it's you, know a, you, I mean? you, see, you see the trap work. Yeah. And you see what happens. And that is the best trap in the entire film. Oh, dear. It's the only trap that relates to the crime that he's accused of. Because The I rest did... of them are just traps for the sake of traps. Oh, that sucks. Because I was actually... Mm-hmm. I, and I heard everything you were saying and I hear it. But I did think, that's clever. The, the, yeah, the, that is. I like that. Yeah. The tongue trap, I liked it. And I thought... This is good. They're actually putting some thought into the mm. traps. They immediately stopped after that, and it became the Chris Rock show. Oh, that's really annoying. I like Chris <sighs> Rock, and but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a unique Chris Rock performance. It's actually pretty cool to see him this paranoid and and hyperkinetic, but it's just... The film's shit. The film's just not good. And I... Yeah. <laughs> Did not enjoy it. I am so sorry to bring the pod down. Well, actually, so I, t- I tell you what, we're 20 minutes in and yeah. there's been not an awful lot of positivity so far. Not yet. So let's do a bit of a hard turn because, Ian, I'm going to say it, recorded, I was not looking forward to rewatching Men in Black <gasps> and I really enjoyed it. Yay! I was. I was average. I was like, this could go either way. This could go, ugh, this hasn't aged well, or I could love it. And I love it. I love it more than I loved it as a child. I think this film is damn near a perfect comedy. It, um, I think it's great. Now, let's tear it to pieces. Uh, <laughs> Do it. Um, Give us a synopsis, sure. Oh, a synopsis. All right. Based on the uh, comic books, rather short comic book series of the same name. Uh, Which I read. Oh, okay. Very cool. When I was very young, we we must we must discuss because I have not read, um, because apparently they I are completely it. different. Um, <laughs> as in same jumping off point, but it's very different. You know, I don't remember it at all, at all. So we, we the conversation can end there. Oh, right. <laughs> um, that was just a humble, useless brag. Absolutely, yeah, good old humble brag. Uh, yeah. I have a podcast, but it's an Englishman <laughs> and an Irishman, uh, so. Um, secretive organization who exists kind of outside of any kind of regulation and their entire purpose is regulating alien activity on earth Um, so uh, veteran uh, Tommy Lee Jones Agent K recruits rookie um, but experienced NYPD officer Will Smith and then big cockroach lands and the kingpin wants a cat. Yes. That's the story. I mean, it's not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, oh, and Linda Florentino's there because reasons. Uh, because she won a bet in a poker match. Yeah, makes sense. Literally, yeah. That's, that's literally how she got cast. What, really? Oh, no, yeah, I didn't so know she- that. Yeah, though no, she was in a poker tournament um, or a poker thing with Barry Sonnenfeld, and he said, "If you beat me and if you win, I will give you a part in my next film." And she'd already been in film, so she wasn't an undiscovered actress uh, actor. Sorry, mm. um, and she uh, she did she won. <laughs> he was like, "Okay." Now that makes me think maybe he wanted her in the film, and this was a bit of reverse psychology, potentially. But yeah, interesting story. But then she was like, and "Oh no." 
I've won. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I actually have to be in this thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually think she's good. In it. I think she's, she's good in it as well. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm going to talk about her first because the there's a, the only two things I really know about Linda Florentino are based on two films. So one being Men in Black, and yeah. I think she is. I, I agree with you. I think she's very good in this. I think she's a good foil. Uh, she works very well with Will Smith. I think on screen they have a very good. Yes. Um, I suppose chemistry, but really a good kind of... I I have one thought about that, but yeah, carry on. The other thing I know about her is that she starred in the film Dogma, which was a Kevin Smith film. um, Mm. And... I love Dogma. I think that might... Well, that's my easily my favourite Kevin Smith film. Um, Easily. I was going to say the same, but I thought I'd get shot for that. No, a lot of people, I think, say Clerks. Well, yeah, everyone says clothes, yeah. which is why I thought I'd get shot for saying it. Oh, no, Dog was my favourite, easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, Godless she heathens. was horrible to work with in that, and Kevin Smith regrets casting her, and <gasps> he said originally oh, Janine Garofalo, who is in Dogma, auditioned for the part of Bethany, and he says, mm. you know, I say to this day, so up until the statement where I read that could have been 10, 20 years ago, yeah. uh, said... Uh, a greatest regret was not giving the role to Janine Garofalo. Interesting. Which is a bloody shame. Uh, so yes, two polarising... Because um, I think she's good in both. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, I think she she's not given a huge amount to do in Men in Black, but mm. um, she's she, she, does, yeah, she does what the character needs to do for the film. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, I think the, the only problematic bit is that her flirting with... I didn't notice this the first time around, obviously, but her flirting with Jay, mm. the only reason she's doing that is that when he comes back, the flirting doesn't seem weird. So it's really, hey. it's to make it plausible that Jay doesn't understand she's a that danger. she's signalling that there's a monster here. Um, and he just thinks that she's flirting because she was flirting earlier. So that's a little bit problematic now because it's like, oh yeah, you come on strong. This is great. Yeah, he also that makes a quip weird. that I I had never picked up before. Uh, just so you know, I like to drive. Yes, I know. What was that? I, is that a, I like I'm a top reference? Is that what it was? Because I'm sure for kids it was it it was written that way to make it think that yeah, it's just about driving and he likes to drive the car. But it's mm. definitely a sex reference. I I oh it is most definitely a sex reference. So like maybe yeah, I I will be the uh, active partner. Driver. You know, <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure at the time you're kind of like, okay, he likes to drive the car. That's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, yeah. They, they get away with a few things. Like, there's a sneaky middle finger in this film that I didn't notice either. Oh, so that? when when um, K and J are, well, when J is in the, um, sorry, when, when K is in the crater and he says... Oh, what does Jay say? Jay says something about, oh yeah, when do I get my own neuralizer? Um, yeah. And Kay says, well, whenever I don't have one, or you, you no, you'll never get one as long as I'm around. And he just rubs his eye uh-huh. with his middle finger. That is- and I was like, that is an absolute giving him the bird. But like, if it was going through the sensors, he's just like, no, he's scratching his eye. Yeah, that's got, that, that is using such that a Tommy to Jones his thing as well. It's so good. It's brilliant. Um, um, so yeah, they sneak some shit through. I love it. Oh, that is, that is good. Sorry, what I'm doing now as well is I'm just flying down through the cast list because there is, 
not that there's a lot of faces in this, but there's a couple that have obviously gone on to do something. But basically, I was looking to how to pronounce uh, Mr. Holmes' name. Oh, from boy from Star Trek, Carol yeah, Stroy, uh, Carol Stroiken. Yeah, what, what? And he just—he's exactly the same. I—I I remember thinking this when I was younger, and it—it it was a weird thought. But it was like, you know what? I bet I wouldn't recognize Mr. Holm in anything else. But then saw him in Men in Black, mm. and I was like, oh, that's just how this guy looks. Yeah, exactly. It, there's, there's <laughs> this there was is actually, just his image. There was two. Uh, there was two recent Stephen King adaptations that he was in. One. He had quite a minor role in Doctor Sleep, uh, which okay. is excellent if you haven't seen it. The Shining, the, the Shining sequel, yeah. Uh, Mike Flanagan, who created and I think directed all of the Haunting of Hill House, um, has been basically doing wonders for Stephen King adaptations because uh, yeah. he did that. But he also did the other adaptation, which if no, it doesn't star Carol Stroiken, but he has a large part in it, which is Gerald's Game. Oh, I haven't seen that. Excellent. That's very very good. Funny enough, I list. I I ha- I oh the the book was one of the first Stephen King books I ever bought, and I didn't read it until the movie was coming out. And that, so I'd had it for about fifteen years. I was like, I must actually read this. And it's a bloody good little book. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Um, but bringing it back slightly to Men in Black, yeah. There's not many things I've seen him in, but he looks almost exactly the same in every <laughs> single thing he's in. There's no kind he's of. Brilliant. We don't need to put prosthetics on this man. He's grand. We'll just he cast is. him. Yeah, he's going to save us some money on prosthetics. Yeah, because he looks like a freaking alien. Kind um, of. Yeah, I love it. Um. Well, while we're talking about the cast, we talk about Vincent D'Onofrio. I I think you really want to talk about Vincent D'Onofrio. I Anyone really who's looked at do. your Twitter over the last few days, um, because he's. I know the English Irish Twitter. I put it out on there. Yeah, like I said, anyone who's looked at your Twitter... Oh, shut up. <laughs> How is Facebook? Um, uh, <laughs> who, dad, who knows at this point? Is it still there? I don't know. Um, uh, it's fine. But um, uh, I, Man, this guy's my favourite. I love him so, so much. He's, he's a comedian. such a good actor. Yeah. He's, he is. He's absolutely a comedian. What's the... Oh, I'm not going to remember it. There's another film he's in that I really like. Um, but him as Kingpin is just an entire transformation um yeah and he's so intimidating and i think that is his best for me that is on the same level as heath ledger taking on the joker in terms of how he inhabits the character how he he changes the way he talks Mm. and all of his mannerisms so so freaking he's also built like a brick shithouse yeah, absolutely. But he isn't necessarily in this. Um, uh, no, I was. This is quite. It's it's funny because um, Vincent D'Onofrio. I don't know if it was his breakout role, but the big one would be Full Metal Jacket. So yeah, this is of all, course, yeah. And he was quite a bit larger in that film. It was obviously played. It was to do with the character as well. Whereas he is, God love him. He's. Uh, it starts out looking well. Yeah, yeah, ish. Yeah, a bit of a mean quip from Will Smith when he picks yeah. up a picture of him, and he's just like, "Damn, this guy was ugly as a human." Like, imagine what he looks like now. I was like, "That's just Vincent D'Onofrio in Farmer Gear." Yeah. Like, don't be a dick. Men and bitches. Um, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his first thing was yeah, Full Metal Jacket and Adventures in Babysitting in the same year, which I was um, lovely educated. I didn't realize he was in Adventures in Babysitting. I've heard of um, that, but not seen it. Is have you seen no, it? Is it? Yeah, I think I've seen it decades ago, but um, 
not not recently enough to remember it. Okay. Um, what else has he done? Uh, he did a film with Jennifer Lopez called The Cell, uh, which was weird. Uh, it wasn't bad. Um, himself, Vince Vaughn, and Jennifer Lopez. It's it's sort of a, a psychological. It is well, sorry. It is a psychological horror, and the gimmick is that you can enter people's minds. Right, okay. think a little bit Inceptiony about twenty right. years ago, but not good. Uh, certainly nowhere <laughs> near as good. And he plays a psychotic killer in it, and he's properly disturbing in it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, he probably doesn't get enough to do, but uh, actually, the film's not great. But the director was a bit like Zack Snyder, understands visual uh, yeah. power because it does look great. I will say that. Nice. Um. Yeah, he does tons. Of, well, he's so he did tons of nothing in the nineties other than Edward. Yes. Oh, um, hang on. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't know he was in Edward. He plays Orson Welles. I didn't know that either. Oh. But again, it's been a long time since I've seen Edward. Need to rewatch that. It's a good film. Um, uh, lots and lots of nothing, and then Men in Black. Lots and lots and lots of nothing. The Cell, which I think probably still counts as nothing. Yeah. Well, I don't think it. It didn't break any box office records anyway. No, and still lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of nothing until Sinister, and then um, Sinister. Oh, he was in Sinister. He is he is random professor? Yes, yeah. Sinister's great. Um, oh man, Sinister's awesome. He was in Jurassic World. He's in Jurassic World. Yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously in um, De- 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 Dead Fist, not Dead Fist. <laughs> Good old Dead Fist. Oh man, what would what's the Daredevil, Jesus Christ. Oh, right. I was like, what Daredevil. are you talking about? Oh, what am I doing? Daredevil, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Vincent D'Onofrio is fantastic. And he's the the, the loops that and the hoops that you had to jump through for this performance, he had to wear a brace that locked his knees so that he couldn't bend them. Oh. So that's how... Obviously, they didn't trust him to just not bend his knees. He actually had to wear a brace that made him walk like that. Oh, the poor man. Oh, the way his face is decomposing gradually throughout the film is fantastic. But, it's brilliant. And yet the humour he brings oh, to the role fantastic. is so yeah. good. Particularly, like, the first one that's jumped into my head is his scene with David Cross, a uh, very young David Cross, who is the uh, uh, counter manager, if you like, at the morgue. Yes. Um, yeah. And... Uh, our very uh, dear friend was brought in <laughs> and uh, had a cat with him. Gave him a cat. Uh, I want the cat back. I want the cat back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love when he's in the he's in the, the bug killing van and he's like observing somewhere <laughs> and he has to like bend his arm into place, lean on it to look like casual. And, and they, I remember saying out loud, huh, that's me whenever I'm in a club. Just trying to look casual, any social setting. Just this is how humans should look, yes, when they are comfortable in a social situation. Oh, pandemic, everything aside, I, I, I wouldn't know what to do in a club these days. Like, where, where are you supposed to stand? You know, do you make eye know, contact when do. you're ordering a drink? I don't know anymore. Yeah. No, nothing. Like, do, do, do you think I'll just thank people? Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Would he, you like a drink? Uh, thank you. He just robbed your wallet. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for thinking of that me. That was good of you. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, but, Vincent D'Onofrio is great. Um, perfect casting, Will Smith. And, oh yes. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, I was watching just before we did this. I was watching uh, an interview from 1997 with Tommy Lee Jones, um, 
And he was... It was funny how little he seemed to give a shit during this interview. And yet I think this was him heavily praising the movie. Uh, like, I think, as far as I know, he really did enjoy making the film. Um, but, like, someone said, like, you know, were you faced with any, uh, you know, challenges? You know, this is, this is 1997. You're, you know, working with CGI and everything. And he went, no, I just did what Barry Sonnefield told me to do. <laughs> okay, next question. Like, um, you know, like... He, stri- he strikes me as a Bruce Willis type that doesn't necessarily have passion projects. He is a working actor. So I imagine he hates the the bullshit interviews and the press tour stuff and he just takes projects that huh that pays and it's interesting i'm gonna do that very 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 possible because i mean like he's excellent in this film but if you look through the tommy lee jones you know filmography it's like there's been some interesting kind of genre switches um hundred percent like the first thing i ever saw him in was under siege and that is he's talk about being the Joker, I think he would have made a fantastic Joker. Oh, he's absolutely insane. In well, he has scene. played the Joker. They called it Two Face, but he ha- like he just played the Joker. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I mean, like Batman Forever. Speaking of which, has- Two Face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Batman Forever is um one of my favorites. I love it. I'm, I love it. I'm glad for you. Um, I love it. Yeah. You can't say it's, it's no. It's all right. I'm allowed to say that. No, I'm allowed to say I'm glad it exists and I'm glad you enjoy it because of yes. The Dark Knight. There is a Two-Face in cinema and he was played by Aaron Eckhart and he is the only no. Two-Face that has been in cinema. Nah. No, holy rusted metal, Batman. That's Batman and Robin. This, this, you're right. I apologise. That was Batman and Robin. Yeah. Wait. This no, it wasn't. Sorry, I, I beg your me. pardon. No, you're right. That was Batman Forever because that's Val Kilmer he says it to. Yep, yeah, no, it, it 100%. It's when they're going it? to... Uh, Mr. No, he says it to George Clooney. I'm sure he does. I'm it does, it does it seem like it would come from that film, but I'm... No, I'm sticking to my guns. It's definitely forever, because he definitely says it to Val Kilmer, because it's the scene where they're going to save Nicole Kidman um, from uh, the Riddler. I'm Googling it now. Yeah, I'm... Holy rusted metal bat man. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Um, it is from... Never mind. Um, okay, so... so, yeah. That's what you get. That's why I let you do it as well. I let you do it. I was like, that's all right. No, that's cool. Ah, bullshit. Um, um, <laughs> but, yeah, is well, it... I'll just edit that bit out. Was Frank the Pug a real, a real Pug when Tommy Lee Jones was walloping him all over the place? I really hope not. Cause it does I, look like it, doesn't bits it? Of it there's bits of it where I'm sure it is yep. because he goes straight into conversation and you can see there's a pug there wiggling around. Yep. But the violent stuff, I really hope... You would like isn't. to think that... Oh, of course not. Even in the 90s, I, I hope there was some... I don't remember seeing the disclaimer that no animals were harmed in the making of this film. Yeah. Or only one animal was harmed in the making of yeah. this film and we absolutely belted the crap out of it. Yeah, don't worry, he was a dick. <laughs> he deserved it. Fucking chasing that cat all over the place. Yeah. Um, oh, but uh, so, uh, but, but sorry, yes, to agree with you. Yes, to, I think Tommy Lee Jones is excellent as Agent K. I think yeah. the, I think the story that he's been training as replacement. I don't think that pans out. There's no suggestions at all in the film that he's been no, training. No, hundred percent not. And also, it's not enough training to then give Jay a junior mm. person. 
of his own. He's still been in the job at most a month. Unless there's a massive, excuse me, unless there's a massive time jump that we've missed. Well, no, because he says to him, doesn't he? Uh, happy second day on the job. Like just after, yes. just after they, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right. Somehow this makes him ready to have his own junior. Reminds me of the training I've received in previous jobs. There you go, two days, you're the boss now. Sorry, what? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I can do this. Um, yeah, that doesn't. Nah, it doesn't make it sense. Do, uh, it's it's, I, yeah, I, I like. I really, really like the storyline. Just a little. It's only slipped in. It's not overdone. It's only slipped in that he does like the zoom and enhance yeah. on his wife that's still happy. But that is a really sweet moment. It is, and it doesn't need a lot of talking or a lot of explanation. It's all done through images. It's all done through just watching what what he's doing. It doesn't. It, you're right. It doesn't need any more. Um, which I think, which I think is good, and for a summer blockbuster, it's a good example of no, 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 less is more. You know, yeah, Deep Impact, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Are you listening, Deep Impact? And then, of course, Armageddon, which we both enjoyed, but Armageddon was. And what else do I have in this bag? <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep while I watch my daughter make out with Ben Affleck. Okay, yeah, Stephen. Very close. Um, <laughs> so Before we move on from them two. Do you, uh, did you read the 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 cast that we could have had? Uh, no. Go. What, what was this? So Clint Eastwood was the original choice for uh, K. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, Barry um, Sonnenfeld wanted um, Clint Eastwood. Because he thought, you know, it needs to be an age, needs to be somebody that's the opposite of Will Smith. Mm-hmm. But he thought that Tommy Lee Jones was more intimidating than Clint Eastwood. Now, that is an argument in a bar that I would absolutely have with him. Ooh. I think that Clint Eastwood is way more intimidating. Although apparently Tommy Lee, like Tommy Lee Jones, is not an easy man to get along with. Um, really? And as apparently is very open about the fact that he will be a prick to you. Whereas I think as far as I know... Clint Eastwood is the opposite. Clint okay, so seems to be a very yeah. nice man. It shows how like zero fucks Will Smith gives. He's just like, I'm gonna be me. It doesn't matter. I mean, like this is this is clearly like you know kind of all right. We're gonna cast this. This guy is he's made a big in Independence Day and he's the Fresh Prince. He is hot property at the moment. Yeah. You know this is great. You know this is the script is its guidelines. Yeah, this yeah. is what I just I'm gonna ask you. NYP. It- <laughs> <laughs> It was like it means knock your punk ass down. Knock starts with a K. Will for God's sake. Oh, I love it. And punk ass is not one word. <laughs> According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Um, yes. But uh, that was that was one thing. Actually, that interview with Tommy Lee Jones I was telling you about. One thing he says is that Will Smith is one of the funniest people he's ever uh, worked with, and he says, "Oh, I don't doubt it." He says, "I I just made sure to." Stand beside Will Smith at all times, and the interviewer was like, uh, the, "Oh, why?" He's like, because he's a funny young man. Uh, funny by default, uh, and they bounce off each other, so they don't play it too hard. It's not like in uh, Terminator Two when he's trying to John is his mission and subplot is to humanize the Terminator. Mm. There's just a few quips where Jay is trying to humanize K, and K just does it. It's like, oh, just all right. Give her a happy one. Oh, that was then. very good. I liked <laughs> so that. Good. Make it a happy one. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, no, that was, I did enjoy that now, I have to say. And it's kind of like, it's like he's so frustrated, like, oh, fine, all right, fine, we'll, we'll do this. Um, so this is what, so 
actually, right, that's a good point to bring in the comic series. So it nearly is because Will Smith was almost not our K, a uh, J. Sorry, sorry you, you literally, okay, go for it. Who was nearly our J? David Schwimmer. <laughs> David Schwimmer. Thank you, Screen Rant, also for this information. Uh, no, not Screen Rant. It was uh, Regal, um, regalcinemas.com. David Schwimmer was offered the role first, and David Schwimmer turned it down. He said no. Because hopefully he went, oh, you're mad. You should cast Will Smith in this. 100%. I hope that's what he said. Oh, what what, a, what weird a weird film this, that would have been. Surely this film bombs if it's David Schwimmer. It must do. I know he's in 96. He is peak friends powers. Yeah. But uh, 97. 97, yeah. 90, 97, yeah. But still, he's not Will Smith. He's not a box office draw. No, I don't. I, I, I think now I'm very happy to be quite. But I think out of all of them, only Jennifer Aniston has been a box office draw. The rest have all done very 100%. well in their own yeah. projects. Easily. I think yeah. Courtney Cox has done very, very well, um, but not in the cinema. No, hundred percent not. No, um, it would have been yeah Jennifer Aniston. That's it. And mm. She chose the route of rom coms with Adam Sandler, which is oh yeah, fine, you earn your money. But yeah, David Schwimmer, like the best thing he did for us, probably not the best thing he did for himself, but yeah. Mm. I wonder how much that changed the film because totally. the way Will Smith acts, you couldn't have David Schwimmer acting like that. Well, they must have rewritten the character. Well, exactly. Also, it would have been really strange if David Schwimmer jumps off that bridge, lands on the bus and goes, it just be rain of black people in New York. <laughs> that joke doesn't quite land if a white man says it. To be completely fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it'd just be raining black people it's like wow so the 90s oh, oh so good um, um, yeah so what a different film Clint Eastwood and a... David Schwimmer the crossover Six Degrees of Separation that's not a comedy straight away that's not a comedy no 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 no, no. Uh, absolutely not uh, it's hilarious I think that's that's interesting isn't it that's one of my favourite things is the casts that we could have had for, for different films especially yeah. when they actually get to friggin filming like um, Back to the Future how much they filmed with um, Eric Stoltz exactly and then just thought I'm really sorry dude but this isn't working uh, oh <sighs> rough Worth. rough anyway okay right oh. Men in Black the comic series Men in Black the, the comic series yes yeah, so um, so that little bit of human that comes out in K there thanks to Jay's influence so in the comics so when series, you said that little bit of human that comes out that could refer to anything in the film because a human could come out of an alien in this film I was like is that a scene that I missed no, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah you, you did watch the unrated version right oh um, but no because in the comic book the men in black are not very nice at all and they kill the witnesses they don't neuralise them oh interesting yeah they're not oh, that's awesome. good people I mean horrible alright oh, yes you awesome. dark 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 individual um yeah i don't remember that at all so as soon as i read that and then as soon as you said i read it when i was a kid i was like all right great parenting there guys um maybe i didn't i remember i'm gonna look it up and see do you know what i think is that there i i know there was tie-in magazines when this film was coming out no i did not see this no 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 i did not watch this at all um i think there was tie because i do i vividly remember back in the 90s reading Quite yeah. scary story, but it was definitely for kids. But quite scary stories about Men in Black, the whole yeah, the urban legend that is the Men in Black. Um, yeah, 
And uh, just for the benefit of the listeners, sorry, uh, Ian's face is looking horrified as yeah, he's looking at this I'm thing. sorry, I've just Googled it, and it is, it's a dark graphic novel. This is like Watchmen style. Yes, it's um, definitely like, yeah. It's the um, the executive producers on the film, they created the comic. Uh, if you have the names there, Andy? Um, oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> oh, you. Um, Sorry, I do. Um, Lowell Cunningham and illustrated by Sandy Carruthers. Yes, and they are the ones who said this could be a film, and they then approached the writer. I believe Not this it? film. Uh, I think they approached writer Ed Solomon. I think, and then yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld changed so much of the story when he took over as director. Yeah, hundred percent, and rightfully, I would still, I want that dark, gritty Men in Black movie, but you can't make it now because Men in Black is what it is. It's iconic. Well, I, d- I agree, I agree with you in theory, but I think are we have we come out of the spate of remakes that seems to be the twenty teens? Yeah, I get what you mean, but I just think you can't remake it now and make it dark. Because I think you're going to attempt to draw in the crowd yeah. that likes Men in Black, and at the minute that the brand of Men in Black being uh, now Chris Hemsworth tire fire. Will, well, yeah, I know, but it being a comedy is. I don't think you can undo that and do a gritty reboot because no one's really asking for it. But I would, I would have watched that back in mm. back in the day if that's how it had launched. Um, I think that would be really cool. Like this was this film was, I think, the right level of weird. Um, that ah, it's perfect because yeah. you have Dan you like it because it feels like not a Tim Burton Tim Burton film, but it feels like it could have been Tim Burton. Yeah, you could get adjacent, there. and you've got Danny Elfman doing the music. So yeah, straight 100%. away, there you go. The score is so freaking good. So many moments that I was just like, and when is Beetlejuice going to step out of the cupboard? Like, yes. you know, yeah, exactly. Um, now nah, the score is great, but but Sonnenfeld, um, he did Adam's Family, so that's weird as well, you know. Yeah, the man's got a weird, um, weird filmography. I did have it up. Where's he gone? Yeah. Um, so Adam's fan. He did the Tick TV series. Oh, um, okay. Which I haven't seen, but I've heard I've good heard things about good, it. Yeah. Not, not all of them. Um, I'm talking shit. He's a producer on it, so move on. Yeah, big liar. Um, producer, producer. Do you just get old and become a producer because it's easier? Uh, potentially. Um, Watch well, as you're doing that. Speaking of producer, executive producer Steven Spielberg on this film. Yeah, this it has a lot of Spielberg in it as well. It, it does feels... indeed have a bit of... Well, it also actually has Steven Spielberg in it because he's one of the registered aliens on the screen. Oh, that's... Oh, top, oh of course it is. Yeah, Sorry. Top left corner, he's sitting there doing his thing with Sylvester Stallone underneath him. How does Kay know Jay's teacher from high school? Like, how did he have that, have that information ready to go in his head? I think or did he just have a list of all of the aliens that he could have interacted with? A bit of both. Uh, but also, I think it's very heavily um, impl- or implied that he knew who Jay was before Jay yeah. ever ran after that alien, let alone okay. anything else. That, yeah, perhaps. Um, He's, he had his eye on him for some reason. Yeah. That would make sense. So Adam's family, Adam's family values, Adam's family values is it's one of those sequel stories where it's like, how did you get the sequel from the original? Like this is such a different, yep. so such a better film than your original. Absolutely, I, I I agree with you. I think values is certainly the best Adam's family film I've seen. Yeah. I have seen two Adam's family films, and it's the better one. But I really like the first one as well. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. No, I like uh, it, but it's on a different level, yeah. definitely. Raúl, Julia, and. Um, no, 
I've lost her name, but it'll come back to me now. Um, Morticia. Morticia. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Angelica either. Houston. Um, well done. Perfect casting. I, I get, oh, just, you can't unsee it. Yeah. So actually, yeah. So perfect casting there. So Barry, what were you at with the with the initial casting for Men in Black? Yeah. Well, like, to be fair, you nailed it in the on, end. But yeah, maybe David Schwimmer in Clint Eastwood does the really dark Men in Black better. Like, imagine David Schwimmer in, like, a straight role. Like, not... No? No. David Schwimmer is Ross. I'm sorry. The man is... He, he the is. poor man is typecast forever. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. to be honest, like, Barry's, Barry Soddenfield had... I need to say people's names right. Barry... Did you just call him Soddenfield? I think I did. Sonnenfeld. Sonnenfeld. Fucking heck. Barry Sonnenfeld, sorry. Um, oh, Ian Whittington. Yeah. Whittington. <laughs> Adam's Adam's family, uh, Adam's family values. Get shorty, good film. Mm. Men in Black, Wild Wild West. Yeah, it's well known. Oh, but it's not I didn't good. know he did Wild Wild West. Actually, kind of makes sense now, it doesn't it? It does indeed. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black Two, and then in two thousand and two, he just stops making films um, because there's RV. Oh well, I I have heard of it. I've not seen it. It was Robin Williams. Ugh. Um, and then he goes to TV movies. Oh, okay. Which is bizarre. Obviously, he does Men in Black 3, which was... I really like Men in Black. I've not seen it, but I've heard... I think it's... Oh, it's... I like 2 it. is... Story. Boring. Yeah, it's just dull. Yeah. I can't even remember what happens. But 3 is the movie 2 should have been. Gotcha. Um, yeah. It's really, really, really good. Obviously, because Thanos is in it. And he's just the perfect Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. Just great. Uh, a Beverly Hills Cop TV movie. Like, surely that's what you do at the beginning of your career. There was a- not... There was a TV movie well, for Beverly Hills Cop. Evidently. Beverly Hills Cop TV movie 2013. So way, way after the original. 30 years removed from the originals. Okay. Um, but why is why is why is that a career move for you? I don't I don't know. Un- unless it was a career move that was forced on him. Perhaps. Oh. I don't know. Um But yeah, there you go. I guess make some money. Well, absolutely, yes. But yeah, yeah look, long story short, he has an odd, odd history. Um, Men in Black easily the best things he's done there is there's there's one thing i want to talk about in this film and it's kind of hard to pivot into it so the makeup effects because this film won the oscar for uh yeah yeah, for a special makeup um by rick so rick baker uh who is he i think he is still he's i might have to double check that but he certainly was the record holder for most Oscar wins and most Oscar nominations. He was nominated oh, for awesome. 11 and he's won seven Oscars. For, That's awesome. He won the inaugural Best Makeup and Design Oscar the for oh, American awesome. Werewolf in London. Um, what a weird film to win an Oscar for. I, well, oh, well have, have you seen American Werewolf? Have we talked about this before? I, I haven't seen it, no. Oh, you must watch it and then you'll go, oh, I get it. Oh, because there's some yeah. fantastic stuff. Uh, he did That's the fair. makeup for Michael Jackson's thriller, the werewolf transformation oh, in that video. Well earned, uh, well earned. He did, he's done a lot, he's done a lot of stuff. He, he actually, I think his first job was as an assistant on The Exorcist, 1973. Oh, yeah. nice. Talk about good makeup. Uh, yes, Actually, yes. Again, Seriously simple good. and but effective. Uh, so this guy, he absolutely knows his stuff. He's retired now. Uh, he retired in 2015 and he was refreshingly blunt about why he was retiring. Um, he says, 
everyone wants it done cheap and everyone wants it done fast and that's not how I work and CGI it's is taking things away stuff. from us yeah 100% um, 100% because I think this film nails the blend of practical effects and CGI the some bits obviously have aged a little bit worse than others but I, I don't think any I don't think any of it has aged so poorly that it's unwatchable the only bit no, that stood out poor. to me was the tentacle swinging around Will Smith oh yeah of course um, during the childbirth so that I can see there's some motion blur and mm. the tentacle isn't great but it didn't take me out of the movie because the scene is fucking hilarious there was a so there, in a in a universe that never was um, so Barry Sonnenfeld changed the end of this film right so as as it was originally written the it was going to it was there was no action climax it was going to be Jay and the bug have sort of an existential discussion about existence um, oh my god yeah and because I haven't terrible. read the script now I don't know because the, the idea does sound a bit dull but I don't know I mean it could have been executed perfectly it could have been, deal, we'll, I don't think it belongs in this movie and and Barry Sonnenfeld agreed with you. And so he then went and changed with a very small amount of time left to go. He went to change and added the action scene, which required a big-ass bug. Um, and so they went with CGI, replacing the fully animatronic version that Rick Baker oh had my. built. Oh, no, he'd already built it. Yeah, so it was already done for the film, and oh this replaced man. it. Oh, that's insane! Yeah, and it's like, and because uh, I'd I'd say, not ropey, but some of the close-ups on the bug's face, and oh, I'm 100%. nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't disagree at all. Um, um, he has forty nominations and thirty-two wins over his career oh apart, my. across all things, like Saturn and Baftas um, and Golden Globes and all yeah, that. Yeah, Emmys. Yeah, BAFTAs. Um, yeah, he's an absolute monster. Yeah, he's good, good man. Yeah, and it does. It looks <sighs> great, even right from the start with uh, Mikey, the the illegal alien, <laughs> alien. It looks great. Yeah, that is great. That is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and again, funniest thing in the film for me is when Thingy gets his head shot off. Oh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's his guess. It's so good. I'm going to shoot gonna, you where I don't grow back. Where it don't grow back. Uh, yeah. I love it. I, and Will Smith, you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come back for these Rolexes. I do actually, and kudos to Will Smith for many, many reasons, but kudos to Will for when uh, Kay shoots uh, Tony Trump, he just switches in a second and becomes cop. He's like, put the gun so down, good. put your hands in. And it's really good. Yeah. I've just seen you murder a man. Yeah. It's really good. Really, really good. This is a serious, and you know, this is, when I saw Will Smith being really serious, because it's when Jay is, uh, Kay is explaining to him, this is what the job is. You've got to make a choice. It will delete everything. It's totally worth it. And he just sits there and he ponders and he lets the entire night go by. Mm. And for me, that's awesome storytelling because he hasn't just said, yep, I'm all in. I'm going to do it. You can. He takes hours and hours to ponder, shall I delete everything I am to do this? Mm. Um, but it equally doesn't need a 15 minute I'm going to go and talk to my dad and my dad is going to say you got to do this son yeah and then I'm going to be like do what he 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 never knew ha 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 um, psst neuralizer ah oh, the neuralizer I made many toy neuralizers when I was a kid oh between that and a sonic screwdriver I yeah 100% um <sighs> but on on makeup really quickly yeah it kind of comes into this set design and prop design 
that does 90% of the world building world building for you so you don't have to talk about it too much. Yes. So this has got such a clear visualization of the universe that we're in. Mm-hmm. It may just be chrome, but it's consistent. So I, I know that I'm looking at a men in black weapon. That's it's sorry, you're dead right when it comes to the weapons as well. Yeah, you know what franchise this is from. But the actual yeah. the headquarters, uh the, yeah. the inside and the outside. The outside is a real uh it is the ventilation shaft, I think, for the Brooklyn Tunnel. Um, Love it. And Sonnefeld was like, because originally it was going to be just a series of kind of underground rooms. And he was like, no, let's, you know, let's first of all use this amazing building for, for one. Yeah. And then it's funnier if they're directly out in the middle of everything, you know. Um, of course it is, yeah. But I love the design of the headquarters inside. They they went for a real, I think it was a 60s aesthetic because that's when the organization is said to have begun yes. in in the it's film. kind of like the 60s imagining the future yes like jetsons kind of stuff yeah exactly uh, i love it yeah, oh, it's um, really good <laughs> the, the fucking the, the, the little ball that, that should have a warning on it fucking hell man <laughs> like jk comes out and says it's like, oh that caused the blackout in brooklyn in 1971 and you've just got it fucking sat there you deserve this kind kind why of. is that not locked away one hot like does it's there's no need for it to be there like and how much stuff does it destroy to talk about Everything. work at health and safety who do they back. even talk to who is the hr for men in black like oh the health and safety people they, they just all need to be fired but it, it's every time it cuts back to will smith and he's just like oh damn oh <laughs> and it just it enters the room with all of the beakers and he's like oh that could not go anywhere worse oh, i think there was one where he goes i'll pay for that it's like well don't say that very often this stuff no. i don't know if there is a monetary value on this stuff this is otherworldly no. i love it um, but it, no i think it's great zed um i think it's the only person we haven't mentioned actually yeah rip um, torn what a brilliant. name rip, yeah what a good name uh, no 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 english person has ever been named that that is true uh, he's he's wonderfully good and deadpan in this. Um, yes, they totally muck him up in the sequel. Like he does, like action yeah, they, kicks and stuff, and it's they try to give him a bit more to do, and he turns into Neo from Matrix, yeah. the second Matrix film, not the good, not the good one. Yeah. Uh, whereas <laughs> he's he's great in the, uh, he's great, but he's also useless. Like, but a, like in a kind of a real bureaucratic boss yes. kind of way. Yeah, you exactly. Know. It's almost like this is all part of the day job and it's all really boring to them. And in a way, it is. Yeah. And Kay says it as like, the, there is always the threat of imminent death. And the only reason everyone down here is happy is because they never know about it. One of my favourite quotes of any film is in this film. People? And it is exactly that. Because it's, it's really good and it's really insightful. Oh, I use it. I was using it without remembering that it came from this film. Yep. Um, you know, Will Smith or Jay makes the argument, you know, why don't why don't you tell people? Why don't you inform the world people are smart? And Kay says Oh I wanted you to do it. Oh, um, okay. oh then I'll do it. You do it, you do it, you do it. Yeah. You do it, you do it. Says, a person is smart. People are stupid. And it's it's like, oh yes, yes, that is so that is like there's mob mentality defined in two lines. And if that isn't even more true as it is today, and it's like, why are people given the ability to vote? Because people are, a, a person is smart, people are stupid, and people can be guided to do the wrong thing. Yes. Um, people are, yeah, they are scared of the other tribe. 
It just it's a perfect line, and it's exactly why we deserve to be kept in the dark about most things. Well, that's true. Although, actually, Joe, at this funny timing, I don't think we actually planned for this to happen. So, have they effectively come out and confirmed there's been alien contact? The other, like the Pentagon has come out. Technically, I should have discussed this in the news, but haven't they yeah. kind of covered this or something like? I don't know. So much stuff has been declassified because I think, like, I mean, I have, I am a out and proud. You know, oh, Sean, is there alien life out there? Of course there is. How do you know that? Because human life exists. Yeah, you know, it's like, statistically now that we know how many we have a rough idea how many planets there are out there and we know what it takes to make life it's now statistically unlikely that we're unique hmm. it's just it's it's unlikely however the likelihood of it being anywhere near us hmm. or able to talk to us is an entire different thing there could be alien life out there and it is just it would take longer than the life of the universe to get to them um, and that's probably a good thing there are. There's definitely an argument for that. Um, yeah, because if they if they have the ability to contact us, it also means they have the ability to squash us, probably from where they are. That is. But no, I don't. Yeah. If if they if if it was true, we wouldn't know about it. There's no way they would declassify that at all. It's just too big, isn't it? Like it's too big. How how do you hold that press conference unless you know, like Independence Day? It's like, well, look out the window. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah, unless they're killing, they're going to kill us. Yeah, exactly. We can't really, we can't hide that one. Yeah. Um, but yes. Um, What's your I... favourite moment of the film? Ah, oh, it's so many of it, but the... it might be the testing at the beginning. It might be when just that sequence of him going through the entrance exam, and just tr- all of them are struggling. Like one of my favourite lines is. Um, when he's laughing at the guy that says, well, we're best of the best of the best, sir, mm. with honours. And he's laughing at him. He's like, Why are you laughing at him? And I was like, oh, well, I mean, he's so happy to be here, but he has no idea what he's doing or where this is. And I just think that's really funny. Yeah. And it's it's great. Like, they're all so eager, but they don't really know what they're auditioning for. And just the way, well, the way Jay's brain works, just like the only one smart enough to bring the table over and his exam paper on the on the table and that's the test do you know what there's a weird little prop that's sitting right beside his chair that looks like he could easily have leaned on that did you pick up on that yeah i did i did maybe that's not movable yeah i, don't know. I was like <laughs> it because and because it's shiny and chrome it's hard to see if it's like a, a bowl or an ashtray yeah, so it, maybe it isn't you know, usable but um i just have to assume that it is a bowl as opposed to a table uh, yeah, I don't and he even it. says to his friend, "What well, his friend, Captain America?" Yeah. He's like, "You want to get in on this? You want to get in on this table yeah. action?" And they're just like looking at him, like I don't know if they're looking at him as if he's the smartest man in the world or the dumbest man in the world, or like you're not taking this seriously. He's like, "No, I'm just the yeah. only one who realized I needed that, so I got it." So I got it, and I'm just gonna stay inside of the rules. Uh, no, all of you guys are gonna stay inside of the rules, and I'm just gonna win. Yeah. Um, and the next bit when he obviously they're shooting all of the aliens and he just <laughs> what happened in there <laughs> why did you shoot little Tiffany yeah. <laughs> I love that but, but this it... guy's just like doing push ups and or press ups and it's totally plausible what he comes out with <laughs> it is yeah. he's carrying the shopping he's helping that old lady cross the road and Tiffany's here in the middle of the ghetto just reading books about quantum physics and I'd appreciate it if you got off my ass about it <sighs> I love it as well because Zed is like, oh yeah, I really, really like this. Really, you had to put the last sentence in there, didn't you? 
Yeah. You were so close. You <laughs> nearly were the smartest man in the room, but then you went and told me to get off your back. Oh, that was good. That was good. I love that. It's, it, it's such a good introduction to to Jay and also why why Kay wants Jay as well. It does a lot of yeah. work. He's like you really get I think this film does a really good job, and this is as much a compliment to Will Smith as it is to the casting of Will Smith, is that none of the humour feels forced in this film. It doesn't feel like, you wouldn't make a joke there. You know, it feels like everything is fairly measured. Now, we discussed um, the scene in the morgue. Um, The two scenes, so the first scene... Yeah, that's the only bit that feels a little bit forced. Yeah, You're kind of like, she's clearly trying to give you a message man and not the message you're reacting to she's yeah and she's also pointing at she's pointing at her vagina she isn't pointing under the gurney so it's like well you're not helping him either i can tell that the movie wants to make a joke here exactly yeah like she had mouths sorry I realised, listeners, you could neither hear nor see that. Yeah, no, I was mouthing. Sean was mouthing something to me, and I was like, what is that? Just I as I was doing wrong? it, I was like, oh, no, oh yeah, no, 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 you're doing <laughs> fine, babe. No, it's, if, she, if she had mouthed, there's something under the gurney. Um, yeah, do that instead. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, yeah, I can see the movie, the joke the joke the movie wants to make. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just, okay, that one's fine. done. But actually, funny enough, the first morgue scene, I quite like. Uh, yes, Where they agreed. discover the Prince Archillian. Um, yes. Sorry, so, I just I, I love the running joke of him. He introduces him as this is Mr. Black, <laughs> and then when they get to the morgue, it's like this is Doctor White, and just the look on Will Smith's face of just like it's great. He doesn't even need to say Fuck anything. You, man. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like really, uh, really. Oh no, that is. Oh, oh it's so good. Um, <laughs> and it's only it's only because Tommy Lee Jones is making the joke that it worked. If David Schwimmer made the joke, it wouldn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, here is oh. Dr. Black. Lads, lads, did you just not really? rewrite this film? Like, no, 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 no. Um, but, yeah, no, oh, I love just dear. the guy, you know, and he's obviously so grossed out putting his hand in the, the cadaver. And she's like, you know, yeah. don't you feel anything strange? No, there's no organs. Well, like I said, I, it, was, it was, it was, it's not strange. There's no bits of organs, which means wherever they are, they're fine. Which means it's not strange. That was perfectly normal. Yeah. And, she, right. and she's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> Doctor whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't work together, do you? Um, What about you, Sean? What's your favourite bit in the movie? Um, A lot of Will Smith's isms throughout it are are, yeah. are very good. Um, and they, like, they're really spaced out well as well. So the pace yeah. of this film is very good. I really particularly enjoy his and Kay's visit to... Uh, the widow. Um, yes. Is it Beatrice, I think? Um, oh, yeah, it could be. Um, just like, the actress's name is Siobhan. So I'm just going to say that because I can't remember the character's name and that will give me a little bit of credibility. Yes, I talk Sorry, about um, And it's, yeah, it's just it's just pretty, I love that he's just like, yeah, you know what? No, you kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to stay with your mom. You're going to go to Bloomingdale's. You're going to get yourself some nice dresses. And you're going to redecorate this place. And Kay has already left. He's yeah. walked out. He's out at the, you know, the crater going, where's Jay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I really, oh, I really so like that. Um, that is great. And. I love, yeah. it's on the Will Smithisms. I love when he's at the, they're doing the debrief after he's chased the cephalopod or whatever. Yep. Um, and he's saying, well, I mean, yeah, the reason the other cops weren't there is because they're all a bit round around the middle. 
And the cop's just like, hey, you're not half the man I am. I am half the man that you are. I'm just looking at like how big he is. Oh. You can see that that'd be an improv. Like, Will Smith is so charismatic, it hurts. You just, he's not acting, he just is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It feels so natural. It just feels like, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know how much was scripted or how much was, you know, K says this, Will Smith can then riff. K says this, Will Smith, you know. Uh, exactly. Hey, old guys. <laughs> they both turn around. Yeah, and everyone else, like, <laughs> nearly drops whatever they're doing. Uh, so, like, how else are you going to describe them? Just old guys, come here. Yeah. You can't say you with the black suit because that's the room. You yeah, know? that doesn't help. Uh, Why not just say, like, Z and K? Because it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Indeed. Um, but yeah, I... And it, do you know what? This was a nice little length of a film. It's one hour 37. Um, oh, I love it. I'm getting... I'm so on board with short films. Like, yeah. It may be because I have to watch a lot of films. Well, lately, that yeah. I'm really appreciating the short ones. But tight storytelling. Yep. You've got a... There, there is a subplot that they ditched in here, which went into... A bigger description about the battle between oh, that's two right. races. The, I can't remember what, the Arcurians or the, whatever they're called. Yeah, and the so the, the one we gave a beat like Balian or something like that. Balian, or, yeah, whatever it is. Big subplot about that and how Earth is caught in the middle of the conflict yeah. and they're kind of fighting over it. Ditched it all because it bloated the runtime and the 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 story is already trying to set up the Men in Black universe. Mm-hmm. K retiring. Jay starting and the galaxy and all of that subplot going on. So there's there's enough going on here. It doesn't need to be any longer. Yep. Yeah. Learn some lessons, movies. This shit is good. Exactly. And and I tell you, this film benefited from that. It cost 50 million and made something like 600 million. Oh, yeah. It made just over 600 million yeah. worldwide. That is... That's a good return on your investment. It is. Although apparently, uh, Scandalo, uh, the writer, Ed Solomon, I'm going to say Ed Solomon, uh, the writer Ed, uh, said... <laughs> That's how he's known to his yeah, friend. That Sony Ed. claimed the film never turned a profit. Hollywood accounting. <gasps> so anyone That's who was like, oh, I'll take B-S. a cut of the net. Well, there is no net. That's some... BS right there. Completely that sucks. Yeah, they're far. It's far from the only film that's happened to, but it's just oh, it, it really bugs me when I hear that oh, I as hate well. Hollywood. But, uh, I really, just pay people for the work. Stop being greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the writers. So wait, Cunningham, who wrote the what? Cunningham, who wrote the comic, was writing on this as well. They, um, they, they did the first draft, didn't they? Yeah. No, you're right. And then it was rewritten by Ed Solomon. Yeah, yeah. he did the screenplay. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Uh, that's some bullshit. That really Complete nutter, isn't what it? What else has Ed Solomon done? Just while we're on a tangent of things. Yeah, good. Oh, he looks like such a nice guy. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Bill and Ted. <gasps> he did Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and Ted. I only rewatched that recently. Ted. That is a lovely film. There's one Gosh, joke Dad. that has not aged well, but... Um, I'm amazed there's only one, to be completely frankly, honest. Frankly, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, what else is he... Bill and Ted, brilliant. Um... Uh, oh, Man in Black. Oh, God. He wrote Super Mario Brothers, the one with... Um, oh, dear. Dennis Hopper as Bowser. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, what's his name? Uh, D- uh, Captain Smee. Um, it's... While well, we're trying to remember D- his name, Bob Hoskins. 
Bob Hoskins as Mario and John Leguizimo's yeah. Luigi. Yeah. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Ugh. Well, the first one was all right. Uh, now you see me. Interesting. I don't hate those movies. I did not care for them, but I don't hate them. That's exactly it. I kind of respect the complexity, but it is so high on if it, on its own. Um, what's the phrase? High on its own product. Oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely loves itself. It thinks it's being a. Yeah, it thinks it's far more clever than it is. But good man, yeah. Ed Solomon. Cool. I like this guy. Um, I think that like this kind of covered everything. Like, it's it's a great film. There's great gags in it. It's aged well. Uh, generally, yeah. it's aged very yeah. well. Um, Absolutely. The uh, well, we've spoken about how the actual the CGI mostly hold. I mean, predominantly yep. holds up. I would say. Uh, which I realise is just another way of saying mostly, but it makes me sound smart. Um, it does. And there's two kind of story things that I really like. Um, it's the 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 plot itself with the little riddle of the the key to the galaxy is on Orion's belt. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch this when I was younger, but the alien has problems with using the right word in English. So he originally goes to contest, but he means war, mm-hmm. and then belt, but he means collar. It's brilliant. Yep. It's completely plausible. Like, that isn't a leap at all. And there is... The, they don't realise it, but they're given the answer much earlier than they know it. Because when they go to investigate the jewellery shop, and Jay, Jay says, this guy's got a serious thing for cats, right in front of him is a collar with a Ryan written yes. on it. Yep. Yeah, right in front of him. Uh, now, that is slightly annoying, because the way that... Jay makes the leap is that when the pug is running away and barks at a cat, he sees a cat with a collar on. Mm. And I'm like, ah, I, I I'll would, allow it. I'll but allow it, but do the reveal the when you're in the shop, when it's that, it is revealed. Uh, but also, actually, that was one thing. Oh, that is a one, it's a minute criticism, but this film suffers a little bit from if it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. Because <laughs> there's the scene with the woman is clearly in labour on the back seat and the man has to say, look yes. at my wife. Look Did you not notice her? Like, Did um, you not notice the woman squirming on the back she's seat? She's like, you know, kind He's of just like, like, oh, I'll just, can I have your ID? Yeah. I'll have your other ID. What are you doing out here, sir? Fuck me. She's sat there. Yeah. Uh, but the other it's one then is actually good. that scene at the jewellery store. So outside you've got um, the bug is seconds away from shooting the tow truck uh, owner. And, you know, as they are sitting there facing off against each other with a rifle and a big handgun, the men in black have just pulled up across the road. You can see the Zappet van is in the shot. Yeah. You know, and they just hop out of their car and walk into the jewelry. However, if they had inclined their head five degrees to the right, they surely (laughs) would have seen Vincent D'Onofrio pointing a rifle at people as he does quite often in films yes yeah indeed start pointing and rifles at people bad man there's just no peripheral vision do you lose that like just because like you just because you are deja vu and you are not observed by mm. the public does that mean you lose some peripheral vision as well but there's there's an, there's a need there's another good example of that where the man who's got the tow truck and is picking up the van mm. Okay, so you noticed the parking violation, but you didn't notice the robbery in progress. <laughs> because uh, you're right. Vincent is yeah. in the jewellers, smashing the place to pieces. 
while he's picking up the tow trucks. Like, I know you're not a policeman, but fuck, man, yeah. report the robbery. Uh, I actually really like that shot of him entering because the camera's obviously right behind the door. So mm. he w- walks up and punches straight at the camera. And of course, there's a big crack and you're like, ah! <gasps> and then he walks through the glass and you're like, that was quite well done. Uh, yeah. Quite artistic. Um, um, yeah, really, really like the mystery. It, it's well planted. It's almost well solved, but it's a believable mystery that's hard yes. to hard to jump to. Yeah, I like that. And it's just, it's cool. The galaxy, yeah, it's not the same size that you think it's going to be. It's, there like are multiple layers to this reality. Hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I think the last big thing I had to say about the story itself was I like that it isn't a reluctant mentor situation. The mentor is actually, he hasn't been stuck with a rookie and he hasn't been lobbed with, oh, it's so pretty. No, Sean, you can't do that. He's just put Janeway's shuttle from Endgame into screen in full plate metal, just, it's gorgeous. It's quite nice. I want one. Um, It's not a reluctant mentor story. Um, he, yeah, he's fighting for Will. And also, Will isn't a reluctant trainee. Mm. Once he's committed, he's committed and he wants to do all of it. So it helps the buddy-cop relationship. One of the... Um, I, I like it. Just that, just because the film down. Yeah. Now, just because we mentioned it earlier, Batman Forever, one of the many, many issues that film has is, Robin, will you stop being such a brat? Oh, fuck off. Don't steal the bike. Don't steal the bike. I would kick his ass out. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it, what are you... It's hard to watch. It is. Yeah. And they, and as you say, this is inf- infinitely better because it doesn't go down that road of, you can't be the boss of me. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you can. You know more than I do. I'm going to bring my own and style to it, but... 100%. Yeah. And Will, I think a lot of that is to do with Will Smith. In the wrong hands, it might be annoying, but his confidence is like, now... I'm, <laughs> You've recruited me because you recognise the skills. So I don't want to be called Junior Slick. <laughs> Your skills mean precisely dick. Come with me, Slick. What a... What, yeah, hey, Tiger. So, uh, take Junior with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just look on his face. Yeah, I'm so sick of this shit. Uh, no, I think it's great. It doesn't bog the movie down. I think it's, it's handled extremely well. And I think that is... Uh, everything other than the journey of the mosquito at the beginning of the film blew my mind as a little boy because also blew the mosquito. Like, this is significant. <laughs> it blew it right out of his ass. Uh. Last thing to go through his mind was its bottom. Because you follow. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> <Not> wrong. <laughs> uh. um, it blew my mind because I was like, we're following the journey of this mosquito, and usually. The mosquito lands on the main character, or the mosquito does something significant. Mm. Nope, it just gets dead. Yeah, and also, dude, clean your windshield. Oh, it's it was filthy anyway. Disgustingly filthy. It was already gross. Yeah, yeah, clean it, man. The windscreen's filthy. That's really it had my OCD going a bit crazy. Did not enjoy that. Yeah, it's like, how can you see out of that window? Anyway, anyway, these these are the existential questions that will crazy be answered another the, day. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, now, love it. Final thoughts? Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Two is pants. Haven't seen three, but I believe I've heard enough people say it's good. Um, it's have bonkers. no intention it's to watch. bonkers. Good. good. Have no intention of watching International. Yeah, stop rebooting franchises with Chris Hemsworth. He is not your golden... T- you still have to make a good film. You can't just fucking put him in it. Yep. 
Um, what else? So that brings Blockbuster series to a close. It does. That was it. Um, let's do the ranking. Uh, my okay. final thoughts don't mean shit, apparently, but that's fine. Um, I like. You're the one who said let's do the ranking, so no, let's do the ranking. <laughs> now, Ian watched I like a film. This film better than I thought. Um, no, Love Men in Black is great. So go on, Sean. What's your what's what you got in order? Uh, I have to remind myself of them now. So the ones we covered are Armageddon, Deep Impact, Men in Black, uh, Independence Day. I feel like we covered another one that I'm forgetting. Must have done Men in Black. We did five, Armageddon, didn't we? Because we added Men in Day. Black. Yeah. Deep Impact. Oh, this is really bad. Hang on, let me look at the episode list. This is so bad. Well, yeah. What did we do before Armageddon? Worst. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Oh, we because are it really was a two-parter. Whoops. There oh, we go. yeah, no, that's true. Okay, that's um, why I was kind of forgetting it. Right. So we went Jurassic. I think we did Jurassic Park, Armageddon, wasn't it? It was five. Films yeah, Jurassic Park, Armageddon, uh, Independence Day, Deep Impact, Men in Black. Okay, cool. So my rankings are. Uh, number one. I know what they're going to be. Number one, number one is Jurassic Park, of course. Yeah. Um, number two, and I'm pleasantly surprised. I might have Men in Black at number two. Nice. Yeah. Um, then I think I would put. I think I'll go Armageddon, Independence Day, and stop the ranking there. Yeah, we have exactly the same four films. Ah, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Identical. Love when that works I, out. That's really good. If you put Men in Black and Jurassic Park in front of me, though, I'll probably watch Men in Black more often. Now, I know that's not I know right, what you mean. Yeah. But Jurassic Park is objectively, subjectively, the better movie, without a doubt. It is, like, it is. Jurassic um, Park deserves its reputation. It does. It's phenomenal. Um, Jurassic Park, Men in Black, Armageddon, Independence Day. That's my ranking. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about Deep Impact ever again. Yep. Look at that. Us in agreement. That's Boom. a rare one. Boom. Now, let's see if we can ruin that for our next series. What is our next series, Ian? Um, We are going to do... Did we agree? Yeah, yeah, we did. You're going to mouth it to me. It's under the table? What's under the table? Wow, you really are forward. Uh, well, I just know that now <laughs> under the table is sticky. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, we're going to do our personal favourite animated movies, which I'm really excited about. I'm really having to think about this one because I, I don't have any that, that, which is not to say I don't like animation. I love animated movies. I'm trying to think of what are my favourite animated movies. Oh, yeah. I'm, this is going to be so easy for me. I, I'm not, I'm actually not a big animated film person, but the ones I like, I fucking love. Um, so we're going to do all of it. It can be Disney, Pixar, um, which obviously is Disney knob. For two different things. Well, um, for a while they were different. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, actually, sorry. Is like a minion film? Pick, is are we doing Pixar CGI? I, mean, I know it's animation, but I was. Are we doing traditional yeah, animation or just all in? Yeah, a- animation, cartoon, hand drawn, whatever you want. Cool. Okay. okay. Do all of it. Sweet. So I think three, three each. Three. I thought I let's ha- let's two have each. a think. Possible two each. Oh man, two. Each. I've got to pick my top two. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be hard there. Okay, cool. Well, that there it is. Um, any suggestions you have are irrelevant, um, but feel free to bring them on Twitter anyway and we'll talk about them. Absolutely. Sounds <laughs> perfect. Yep. We will Unless name and shame you. Ha, look at you believing that there's some sort of democracy at play here. I know. Look at that. You actually like Despicable Me? That's weird. Actually, I like the first one. But it wouldn't first be one's well. I've only seen the first one. And it's, I enjoy oh, it. Oh, the first one's grand. Uh-huh. It's good. 
I like Megamind. What's the bit that kills me in that film? Oh, it's when the the um some one of the I think the the kids completely wreck the house, and then thingy comes back in and they blame it on one of the minions, and the minion just goes what? <laughs> utter disbelief that these little shithead kids have blamed him for <laughs> something. Love it. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so that right, that's yeah. that's us for this yeah. week. So everyone, thank you very much for joining us. Yous are all stars. Um, you can. Uh, we have a pre-recorded plug. <laughs> So I'm probably just going to cut all this bit out. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks a million, guys, for joining us once again this week. These are the aforementioned plugs, which I almost forgot about. Ian did want to come and record with me this evening, but I just didn't let him. Not much of a backstory. You can catch up with us on Twitter at EnglishIrishGTM. We have a website that we occasionally look at. That is www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com. Thanks very much, guys, for joining us. You are all awesome. And that man, Ian, he's a bit all right, too.